0: Welcome to the Powered Services Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the information, strategies, and insights you need to supercharge your MSP. Get ready to hear from other MSPs and industry experts in the trenches and behind the scenes to help you change the future of your MSP and increase your MRR. Now, here's your host, Dan Tomaszewski.
1: Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Powered Services Podcast. As always, co-host Will Bishop. How are you, Will?
2: Hey, Dan. Doing great. How are you today?
1: It's great. It's not snowing. Um, yeah. It's uh, the sun's shining, and uh, it's only 20 degrees.
2: All right. It's, uh, it's raining like crazy here in East Tennessee, so it's a, uh, it's a good day to be inside recording a podcast, right?
1: That's right. So... I, look, this week, Will. I think we we always try to bring interesting topics, you know, and what we're seeing MSPs, you know, have success with things that are changing in the market. And uh, today, you know, we're really going to get into that topic around compliance and security assurance, and uh, it's really changed the game uh, in, in the MSP space because four or five years ago, when I was an MSP, you know, we weren't doing a whole lot other than HIPAA. You know what I mean? And now it, it is it has really evolved and. Uh, why don't you uh, introduce our guest? Uh, I know he's a long-time listener and a first-time caller, um, but uh, why don't you introduce our guest for us today?
2: Yeah, it's it's hard to believe that uh, that this is a first-time caller. So our, our guest today is uh, Max Pruger, who is the general manager for uh, Compliance Manager here at Caseya. And uh, you're right, Dan. I mean, this continues to be a hot topic, the uh, topic of compliance. And, and it's the case, or at least what I'm experiencing, that the, the customers are asking for it at this point. You know, it's starting to come come to the to the top for them. It's bubbling up. So it's definitely a conversation that MSPs need to be prepared to have. And uh, Max is Max is the man. Max is the person you want to, to want to talk to about it. So uh, with that said
3: welcome to the show Max well Dan will thank you so much for having me you know, after being in the MSP space for almost two decades I feel like I finally hit the top I've broken through by being on the show so I appreciate it and I will chime in that I'm right in the middle you guys it's uh it's not raining hard but it's raining outside and I'm gonna bomb me 34 degrees so it sounds like we're right there in the
1: middle and yeah, we've got a we've got a little bit of everything going on and uh, no this is really cool max you know it, you know compliance I mean we were just said in the intro I mean Four, five, six years ago, I mean, MSPs weren't talking compliance like they are today. Um, the industry is obviously making a big shift. Um, you know, where more and more is put on the MSP to 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 deliver compliance services. And why don't you kind of give us a background, what you're seeing, what you're hearing around that, and just you know, show, talk to the MSPs about like the opportunity that's sitting there for them right now.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, compliance. Um, is accelerating and it is accelerating extremely quickly. So to your point, four or five years ago, as you mentioned, maybe people were doing HIPAA, Uh, obviously companies were doing PCI for credit card processing, but that was minimal as well. But the one thing that we're seeing is that compliance is not going away. And you can um, credit uh, the European Union with uh, GDPR, really the one that helped facilitate that. And once that came out, you had GDPR, and then it just accelerated throughout the rest of the world and has expanded. So today you know, in the US, we've got the NIST cybersecurity framework, which again, we've had for a long time, but just didn't have that same adoption. You've got uh, obviously CMMC and the new 2.0 version that's really changing the Department of Defense, Department of Defense landscape and space there. Um, and then because we're a little bit behind in the US, uh, we don't have a national standard yet. Uh, you know, mark my words, it is coming and it's coming sooner than most people think but you've got uh, states passing their own thing. So California followed suit and made a lot of noise from the GDPR side, so California passed CCPA. Um, Texas has their law, Virginia passed their law, Colorado has their law. And what a lot of organizations don't realize is that every single state in the United States has a breach notification law in the books. So, you know, whether you are uh, aware of it or not, uh, those are the laws and what's happening now is that more and more organizations are gonna have to comply. And then I'll just add one other thing, in my personal opinion, it's not really the government entities that are going to force compliance. Uh, what it is, is going to be the private entities. So primarily insurance companies. So we could talk a little about cyber insurance. That is a huge topic right now. Uh, if you want to try to get cyber insurance in the old days, Dan, you probably remember this, uh, every year your customer would give you a form and you'd fill out and check the boxes for their cyber insurance and say, yep, we're good. But uh, that's going away. No more self-attestations. You're going to have to provide evidence and proof. And then also we're seeing Uh, compliance being driven by large manufacturers so they have vendor management agreements they have flow down requirements and if you want to go sell something on amazon or if you want to sell something i just saw uh, a vendor man a vendor security agreement from hyatt um, for Uh, for a franchise that's Hyatt, that not only do they have to comply with Hyatt's corporate security policies, but they also have to flow down those requirements to any vendor that they have as well. So yeah, it's changing and it is changing really fast. And from an MSP perspective, MSPs are in the perfect position to deliver those types of compliance and security assurance requirements to their customers.
1: Will, I know, uh, I'm going to throw in here, but Will, I know we've What he just said at the end there about the, you know, Hyatt and having to do it and then the supply chain following up. I think that's one of the number one things we're seeing and hearing. Um, You know, when we're helping MSPs, when we're working through the compliance, you know, all of a sudden they got a frantic customer that gets a phone call that says, Hey, look, in order for us to be able to do business with you, you have to show evidence of compliance. And honestly, I feel like that's the number one thing driving you know, people to adapt compliance, you know, MSPs are pitching it and their customers are like, yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden, oh, you're going to lose a million dollar job because you're not, you know, and all of a sudden it's just like instantly. And then there's like, we got to do this in 30 days or we're going to lose this deal. But I mean, we're seeing more and more and more of that going on around the world. Um, And it's all being driven by the insurance companies. And I think that that's something that, well, I I know you're, we're dealing with that, but I mean, I just wanted to key in on that point you made, Max, because it is something that comes up almost every single week uh, with an MSP. Just got a customer. This happened. I got to do this. Help us do it fast um, You know, so we can save our customer.
2: Yeah. I've actually experienced this locally. So I've got a friend that owns a marketing business here uh, locally that reached out and said, hey, we do a lot of work with Google. They're pushing back on us. They want us to to." uh Get some get some evidence in place. And, you know, we have to do you know some stuff we don't understand at all. And as I talked to him a little bit, they actually have some medical records. They do business in California that Max mentioned earlier. They do business in New York. They do a little bit. I was like, man, you've got such a large landscape of things that you actually need to address um, that, you know, you need to get some help. You need somebody that that uh, professionally can help you, because his ask was, hey, can you come over one afternoon and let's kind of look at this paperwork? I'm like, absolutely not. Uh, But I can point you to some people. that i think that's a big thing is you know you need to look at the entire landscape max kind of alluded to this and maybe max you know you want to uh, expand on that a little bit but it's a great way i think for the msp to start the conversation yeah
3: and you know to your point one of the challenges is that being in the msp space we know it it is a relatively reactive space and everyone is running a thousand miles an hour just to keep up with the current requirements and the security hacks and everything else Um, But then they get a request for compliance and they think there's something they're going to turn around in an hour. And that's just not reality. Um, At the end of the day, compliance is a journey. It is not a destination. So you can start and and you have to start today. Uh, You know, the best time to start is uh, yesterday. Uh, The second best start time to start is today. And so um, if you have to start that process, at least start the process, at least get your baselines in place. So you have an understanding of what you're missing, what you currently have. Um, requirements, things like that, and then put together a plan. So typically a plan of action and milestones uh, is what it's called of how you're actually going to go about and meet those requirements. But for those organizations out there who think, you know, all I'm going to have to do is once again, check some boxes and fill out a form, and then I'm good for the rest of the year. Uh, those days are going away. And as I mentioned, they're, they're going away very quickly. So uh, definitely seeing every single day, MSPs are reaching out to me and saying, hey, I have a client. And you mentioned Google. Yeah, again, Google. I talked about Hyatt. I talked about Amazon. But it's coming from all over the place, and then from the cyber insurance side, as you mentioned, you know, those um, those policy attestations um, are just not going to uh, cut it anymore. You're going to have to not only approve uh, prove compliance, um, when you get that policy, but you're going to have to maintain it because if you don't, and there is a breach, cyber insurance companies are putting in limitations of liability, uh, literally that say things like if you haven't patched within 60 days, the maximum payout we will, we will pay is now dropped to 75%. That doesn't mean you're gonna get 75%. That's the maximum that, that they will pay. So they're limiting their liabilities based on your ma- maintenance of, or, or maintaining the compliance.
1: And you mentioned something, the MSP world as we know it is is a lot of reactive, but I think the opportunity for MSPs is the proactive front. And, you know, starting to see the shift of MSPs that would buy compliance, you know, or compliance manager solution because that frantic customer called, they got to do it. We're now seeing it reversed as this is the differentiator. Um, You know, when you got it as an MSP, you go out and you bid, look, we've all done it. You know, you're going out, you're bidding normally up against two or three other MSPs, and you've got to have something that makes you stand out from the competition. And I think one of the things that we're seeing that really goes well for a lot of our MSPs that are seeing success is, hey, when you're putting that proposal together, yeah, you've got to talk about your people. you got to talk about your process um, and things. But hey, look, you have a cyber policy. Oh, well, here's what we do. We put that in and we make sure that you're going to be able to have, we can't guarantee the payouts, but we're going to uh, you know, make sure that you have a higher chance of, of seeing that and giving you evidence of compliance that you're doing the right things. And we're going to also do that for NIST or you know, like or HIPAA, like, depending on what the conversation is. That's really changing the game because now when they're sitting down as the CEOs on the other side of the table, they're like, these two aren't going to do anything for us when it comes to compliance. And this one is and we're actually watching the tables turn because 4 years ago i was using it as like dark web monitoring and not to say dark web monitoring isn't you know a differentiator but it's it's really changed now to what's going on like you're saying because the business owners are getting hit with the questions on questionnaires they have to they know their vendors are asking it's now something that can really make you stand out and be different and proactive
3: yes well you know we're definitely in the early adopter phase and as i said i've been in the space for a long time i remember trying to convince it companies to stop doing break fix block hours and convert to recurring monthly revenue contracts and you know that was in the early 2000s and today that's where everybody wants to be and that's a commodity and that's what everybody's doing um, so at the end of the day you know what's going to differentiate your services and today that is compliance that is security assurance and when we say security assurance what that really means is that you're using an industry or government recognized best practice or standard to prove that you're delivering your IT services in a secure manner. And so with that, not only is it differentiating your services today, but I will also add compliance services are extremely sticky. So when you do an audit for an organization, the first audit you do so that initial assessment always takes you the longest. And so you've got to gather all the data, you answer all the questions and so on. But from that point on, especially if you're doing it on a recurring basis, so a monthly basis, which is kind of how most MSPs are used to billing anyway, um, it's much, much easier to maintain their compliance. So once you get somebody on a compliance type of service, then in three years, there's really no reason that customers should ever leave you or, or they have to have a compelling reason to ever leave you because if they switch to another organization they have to start that initial assessment all over again and of course there's a cost associated with that assessment there's labor hours um you know there's project work and so on so you know what i've been trying to recommend to msps is start offering compliance and security assurance into your standard msp stack get your customer the evidence of compliance documentation and then maintain it and show them the value because there's no point of them switching and part of it just you mentioned hipaa you know hipaa you must keep all your documentation i believe it's for five years so once you start you're kind of locking that customer in of course you want to provide great service and a lot of value and things like that but again it just makes it uh, much more difficult for those end customers to switch off of you and to churn if you're offering services that they're going to have to start that process all over again yeah Hey, Max, I know that there are
2: some changes coming to
3: Compliance Manager,
2: and it's actually going to have a new name. It's not going to be Compliance Manager 2.0. It's going to be Compliance Manager GRC, which stands for uh, Governance, Risk, and Compliance. So it, we're broadening the scope of kind of what you can do with the product, and um, I feel like we, we would be doing a, a disservice if we didn't let you talk about that a little bit or ask some questions around it while we've, uh, while we've got you here today.
3: So I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, we're really, really excited about the launch of Compliance Manager GRC. Um, So Compliance Manager 1.0, in my opinion, of course, I'm biased, but uh, I thought it was a a fantastic product. Um, But what it was, it was a data auditing and validation platform with a report generation engine. And our ultimate goal is to build the ultimate GRC platform for the SMB space to be delivered through MSPs. So we just launched Compliance Manager GRC last week. Again, we're very very excited about it uh, we've got some great positive feedback uh, pretty much uh, I'd say 95 percent of the feature requests and uh, feedback that we got from end customers was added into this product and so uh, it you know it is um, it's not a 2.0 version it, it truly is a uh, you know upgrade um, you know uh, revolution or evolution in the product and we, uh, we're really excited um, I think that uh, MSPs will be able to use it to comply and help their customers comply with just about any compliance standard out there. Now, again, I wanna be clear, you know, you still need to know how to deliver your MSP services. So um, you know, if you wanna get into a particular compliance space and become a CMMC expert, then you're gonna have to go through those processes as well. But what Compliance Manager GRC is gonna allow you to do is to manage all that data in a centralized repository, literally walk you step by step through the process to ensure that you're going through every control, every requirement. And another thing we're really excited about is that it is a fully extensible platform. So we ship with lots of standards. uh, So HIPAA, CMMC up to uh, 2.0, CMMC 2.0, I should say, up to level two, um, NIST-CSF, UK, GDPR, EU GDPR, a bunch of other ones. Um, But uh, literally talked to uh, MSP yesterday and over the weekend, he built the entire CIS v8 controls, and it's 160 plus controls, and he just added them over the weekend, and is now leveraging Compliance Manager GRC to offer CIS uh, you know, v8 compliance to his customers. That's
2: awesome. And, and if you take that a step further, I mean, the other thing that a, a uh, an MSP could do is, let's say they want to align with this CSF, that's their best practice. Then they've got two or three other controls that they want to put in place, that's their standard.
3: They can do that as well, correct? Absolutely. So we have the concept of uh, controls, templates, and standards. And so we ship with about 400 controls in the product today. Um, Templates are really just best practices. So if an MSP has a best practice for how to manage a dental office, they can create a template for that. And then, as I mentioned, we do ship with uh, about a half a dozen or a little bit more than half a dozen standards today. Um, We'll be adding more standards, but we've also uh, opened up the system. So MSPs can add whatever standards they'd like. So again, as another, I, I try to keep this, things as real world as possible. I talked to an MSP two days ago. Uh, they're in Ontario. Um, they manage about 300 dental offices uh, in Ontario. And so they were interested in HIPAA, which is kind of Ontario's version of HIPAA. They could literally build that out in about a weekend, maybe a couple of days um, and and start offering those services there.
2: And one last thing, rebranding the product as Compliance Manager GRC really aligns the naming and kind of the expectations where the MSP uh, is in a spot where they're in in a good place to go talk to a co-managed opportunity. Um, You know, speak to that a little bit. I mean, that's the language that those folks in the uh, mid-market enterprise space speak, understand, and and kind of dwell in. So it really puts them in a good spot to to approach those opportunities if they haven't thought about them.
3: Absolutely. Uh, So even with the original version of the product, uh, we built it using a collaborative architecture uh, we highly encourage MSPs to get their customers involved when it comes to compliance. The more the customer involved, the higher the likelihood that they will actually comply. So within the system, it's based off of roles and scopes uh, or users and roles technically. And so you can assign different roles to individuals. You can have your clients log in, you can assign anyone and you can work with anybody, whether it's internal or external. If you want to work with a consultant, if you want to sign a task to an office manager, maybe they have a technician on staff, uh, but it is um, very extensible and it's, it's a very open system. And to your point, co-managed um, solutions, you know, whether you're, in my opinion, uh, doing full managed services or co-managed when it comes to compliance and security assurance. So things like end user training is built into the product, policy acceptance, you want to get your customer involved um, and you want to make sure that you're working collaboratively with that customer because as i said the more they're involved the higher the likelihood they'll actually follow those compliance standards and guidelines
1: yeah i mean it sounds like it's a a robust platform now it was a robust platform before but it's really taken on its next uh, next phase um you know so msps you know one of the big things and I uh, will obviously tell people where to find out more and all that here at the end but like The big question a lot of people have is, how do I go to market with it? How do I go out there and have conversations? Luckily, there's a few of us on this podcast that, you know, that's what we do on a regular basis. But I think that's probably one of the big questions. Is it, Max, though, like when people buy it, is like, how do I price this? How do I package this? Where do I – what? how do I sell this? Like, I mean, is that a common question you're hearing?
3: So that is the number one question. Whenever you're in the early adopter phase – the technology is usually not the hard part for the vast majority of MSPs. They can install software, they can answer questions, they can, again, run scans and so on. Um, you know, where most MSPs still struggle in the compliance space is exactly what you said, Dan. It is how do I price, position, you know, develop uh, a go-to-market strategy for building out a compliance as a service practice, and um, you know, obviously with Power Services Pro. Uh, we've got thousands, hundreds, if not thousands, of MSPs that bought compliance manager that leverage Powered Services Pro that are doing extremely well with the service offering. Um, it should be a very high profit, um, you know, very sticky solution. And so, typically, what we see is one customer, uh, you know, pays off your entire compliance manager software license, and then you continue to grow your business and make lots of money. And you know, we're we're all MSPs. We all like to make lots of money, like everybody else. But uh, but to your point. You know, it's really how do I position price and sell? And we provide a tremendous amount of services around that. We've got, I believe at this point, and Dan, please keep me honest, we've got about 400 pieces of collateral. So we've got run books and playbooks and graphics of the week and videos you can put on your website. Um, we have a full training program. So we've got about 300 videos. Um, Uh, that we've OEM'd from a compliance expert around CMMC and HIPAA and New York DFS and state breach and privacy laws um, and compliance for profit and things like that. So we make that all available to try to make our MSPs the most successful MSPs that are out there.
1: Yeah, the goal behind this is, and the reason I brought that up is, is, you know, a lot of people listen, they're like, man, this sounds great, but I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how I'm going to go out and sell this we can take that burden away and make it to whereas we're in this together with you. Um, like Max said, lots of resources, trainings, things we can do. We've got the content. You know, we go on calls. Will, I know between like Will, myself and the other 10 folks on our team, um, you know, we're out there, we're doing the phone calls with you so we can go be an extension of your team. So we're hearing the objections. We also hear what's working um, and we're able to take you down that path of success in a faster way. Um, so just, I I always like to bring it up towards the end is just, you know, this is the powered services podcast. That's what we do. Um, this is a hot topic and we're seeing a lot of our MSPs that were coming to us and they're asking those questions, package price. How do I do it? What's my value prop? And once they master that, it is just a a rinse and repeat and and they're off on the races and, and, and really seeing the profitability that they're looking for. So I just wanted to make sure our listeners, um, knew that it's not hard Um, there is, you know, with the compliance manager, we have a a great backend, uh, with powered services on that front.
3: I think yeah, Dan, actually, uh, you may not even know about this, but uh, I was just talking to one of our partner advisory council members for compliance manager, and, uh, they were not HIPAA experts, uh, but they were managing about a dozen, um, uh, doctors and dentist practices. So what they did is they leveraged their powered services pro channel success manager. They scheduled the webinar. They had 12 doctors that showed up and at the end of the webinar uh eight of them signed up so i know it's like cyber insurance you're not guaranteeing somebody that they're going to get eight brand new customers off of one webinar but um that's real and uh, they were as you can imagine very very excited about that opportunity so again part of it is you know you i like to say you don't have to be an expert um in compliance um but we can make an authority pretty quickly so yeah. You want to get in the space again, you do have to do the work just like anything, any other new space, any other new service offering you're going to offer. You've got to do the education. You've got to put the, the work in. But, um, you know, with the help of Powered Services Pro, you don't have to spend 25 years in the compliance industry to start offering compliance services. No, yeah,
2: and it's really not as difficult as you think. You know, it, it all comes back to kind of the same conversations. If you can go in as an MSP and illustrate that, hey, there's a risk here in your business. It's a business conversation. Let me illustrate to you what that risk is, uh, give you some education around it, show you what the solution is that we have. It's a pretty easy
3: conversation, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. You know, at the end of the day, there's only three reasons why any company ever buys anything. You know, it's either to increase revenue, decrease costs or mitigate risk. And compliance is all about mitigating the risk for that client.
1: Well, Mac, it's been great having you on and giving us this update around the compliance. I think it's definitely a hot topic. If someone's listening and they want to learn more, where do they go? How do they get a hold of you guys to to take a look at Compliance Manager?
3: So uh, we will be actually launching a brand new website around Compliance Manager GRC. So um, it's not up yet, but um, I guess uh, I'll give you guys the uh, exclusive that uh, ComplianceManagerGRC.com is coming and then we'll have a lot of content there. In the meantime, you can go to Kaseya's website, so kaseya.com, and under uh, products, you can select a compliance manager and get some content there. You're always welcome to reach out to any Kaseya family of company sales reps. So, so if you have any Kaseya com- uh, product, whether it's the VSA or BMS or backup or... You, uh, it glue, I'm going through all the rapid fire my tools, ID and so agent, on. all those. Yeah, ID agent, exactly. It just keeps going. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely reach out to your account manager. If you want to see a demo of the product, um, we've got some webinars that are coming up with this, uh, uh launch. Um, so you can do that. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. You can actually just type in my name, maxpruger.com, and that'll take you directly to my LinkedIn profile. Please, uh, feel free to connect with me, wow. um, post all the time. Yeah. That was uh, a, big time. I bought that in like mm-hmm. 2004. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah.
3: so with that being said, you know, again, feel free to connect at, you know, send Lots me an email. Um, yeah, my email is just uh max.prover at caseya.com and uh happy to help. Yeah. awesome.
1: We appreciate you being on and uh, look, anybody, anyone listening, if you have questions, you want to talk about it, you can always message us as well. We can tell you about our firsthand experience of what we're seeing and how we're helping MSPs, um, you know, do that. So Max, again, thanks. And uh, if you're an MSP listen and, and you're not taking on the compliance, it's something you should be looking at because it's coming up all around us in the world we live in today. So uh, take a look. So until next time, everyone have a great day. Thank you,
0: Thank you for listening to the Powered Services Podcast with Dan Tomaszewski. We're dedicated to giving you practical information, tactics, and strategies that you can use to supercharge your MSP. If you like today's episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, this is the Powered Services Podcast, signing off.